brought to you by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. Give me a call at 845 to help you navigate this wacky and crazy real estate market we've got. I'm Kyle Straub, joined by Pat James. We appreciate you tuning in for our player profile series here on Bosch to the Bigs. We had Alvarez and Carlson for the first two, and now we move on to Johnny Castagnazzi. We're going, if you haven't heard, in alphabetical order, only the returning players. So we've got 27 of these that we'll do. Any of those newcomers, Pat will cover in the Boschmer Bulletin. Be sure to follow along so that you can get on that email address. As for Johnny Castagnazzi, going to be an important part of this team. He was last year as a freshman. Um, and there's a couple of guys that are on this team that, that were freshmen last year, had a full season to play. And now as sophomores, the expectation is going to be a little bit higher. Yeah, I think, you know, Johnny's one of those guys who we saw show flashes of brilliance, really, at the plate last season. You know, there were some inconsistencies there at times, but, you know, just had some remarkable performances, you know, on the year. Slashes 241, 311, 389 with 15 RBIs, four doubles and four homers in 42 games, uh, starting 36 of them. I mean, some moments that really kind of stood out to me, you know, when kind of looking back on his season, you know, his first career home run came against Virginia uh, in that second series of the season, he's facing, you know, the Virginia ace and future Cincinnati Reds second rounder, Andrew Abbott, and just his fourth career game takes him deep. I mean, on a fastball, I mean, it's just a big at bat there that really stands out to me. Uh, season high three hits and two RBIs at ECU in late March. You saw him go in late April into a little bit of a slump, um, but, you know, finishes the year fairly strong, hitting safely in nine of 10 games from April 27th through May 22nd. Uh, highlighted by back-to-back days with towering homers at Georgia Tech. And I think, you know, as you know, we highlighted there, you know, for the course of those few highlights, just the amount of power that he has, you know, has, you know, six foot two, 197 pounds. Um, there's just a lot of, you know, just a really nice combination of physicality and athleticism. Um, and just, you know, combined with his bat speed, you know, there's, there's a lot of offensive upside there. Yeah, I think the one knock on him last year, and I, I also want to preface this with, a lot of people tend to forget that the freshman last year didn't have a season the prior year. Everybody was affected differently from that. Some freshmen came back and it was like nothing happened. It took some other guys a little bit longer to kind of get back being comfortable in the box. Plus you add in an all ACC schedule and you're trying to make that adjustment. I think that hit Johnny at certain times last year, especially in the strikeout category. And I think if he can cut down on the strikeouts, turn some of those into walks that his ceiling we'll use that again. Cause why not? Um, but his ceiling can be met where last year you saw sometimes where it was like, Oh man, there's that pop. There's some things to like, but there's some things that need to be cleaned up. And I think that's the biggest one for him. 47 strikeouts to 10 walks. If he can turn that even into a 30, 20 split, you know, you're still on the, the wrong side of it, but that's pretty, pretty good. And that's an extra 10 times getting on base where you're not even putting the ball in play in the prior year. Um, so I really think for him, that's going to be the biggest focus this offseason. And that's what Coach Forbes has kind of alluded to, uh, especially with him being out at the Cape, even though it was in limited time because he ended up having an injury, was that really finding his zone and being more comfortable in the box is what to expect. Yeah. And I think, you know, as you mentioned there, you know, has some limited time on the Cape, you know, playing the Chatham Anglers, only 13 games. But just to, and to get that experience, again, kind of going off what you said, I mean, barely played at all there, if at all. 
uh, as a senior in high school. So just to be able to get some time in general, I think was huge for him. And uh, I think, you know, obviously in addition to what you just said about the kind of strikeouts and things like that, I think the really interesting thing about Johnny is, you know, where does he end up playing? Uh, made 31 of his 36 starts at second base last season where, you know, he cleanly fielded, you know, pretty much every ball hit his way for the most part. Um, but, you know, his range was somewhat limited, you know, being the size that he is. And, you know, partially for that reason, you know, he split time this fall between second and first base where he made his other five starts last season. And uh, because of the bat that he has, and because of, you know, the sure-handedness that we saw from him, if he's able to hold down that first base spot, then, I mean, that's huge for this team, I feel like. Yeah, big credit to him. I actually had mentioned it when we did the Patrick Alvarez player profile. Defense is something that will keep you on the field even when you're going through a struggle at the plate. And we saw him make 36 starts. Yes, because there's that potential at the plate and you want to be out there when it clicks. But he was one of the best defenders on this team. Those five starts at first, I think, kind of gave them the inclination this year with the emergence of Patrick Alvarez in the offseason that, hey, we can make this move. He's going to be able to be comfortable over there. And then we talked about it with the rotation and be being able to move around guys out in the field, depending on what you're going against, matching up. If Alvarez gets moved to the outfield, Johnny Castagnazzi can get moved over to second mm-hmm. if you want to get somebody else in there at first. Yeah, I think that's definitely going to be one of the biggest strengths of this team is just kind of the ability to move pieces around. And I think he's obviously a very integral part of that. Um, yeah, I think, you know, you also have seen him, I think, just continue to get better in that area. I mean, we were talking to Danny Soretti, and he talked about how just, you know, he's getting better and better at kind of you know, picking balls there. And, you know, like I said earlier, six foot two, 197. I mean, I think it's kind of easy to forget for some people. I mean, you're not because of COVID and everything, like some people might not be able to get as close to these guys as you can in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, Johnny's a big guy. Yeah. Um, so again, just, you know, a big target there at first base. And I think, you know, the athleticism that he has too. Uh, just kind of opens it up for him to be able to make you know some plays that you might not see some of the other guys in that position. Yeah, I think at the plate, the other thing you'll see a little bit more of as his zone shrinks is you'll see a little bit more of the extra base hits. We talk about the pop. He had those four home runs. He had four doubles last year. He's got a little bit of speed to him, those long steps. I think he'll see a little bit more gap-to-gap hitting from Johnny this year as well. Yeah, I think that's certainly in the cards for him. And I think, you know, another area is just kind of the RBI opportunities for him. Uh, you know, 15 last season, I think, you know, as you see him kind of slow the game down a little bit more, I mean, I think we'll be talking about that a little bit with all of these freshmen. Uh, I think that that's another category where you could see him really see an uptick as well. And he's a guy like Alvarez that I probably will see in my projected lineup in the seven, eight spot, but could also see him if that bat is consistent being more towards the middle of the lineup because of that whip as it comes through the zone. Yeah, I don't know exactly how it'll line up, but I definitely think you could see a foursome or so of Zarate, Horvath, Osuna, and Casignazzi. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if all those guys are clicking, like, you know, we think that there's a chance for them to, then I think that, you know, this offense, I mean, as we've talked about a lot over the course of, you know, since the last season ended, really, I mean, there, that's a lot of upside uh, for what this team can be offensively if those four guys really click the way we think they can. Yeah, he's just another piece to that puzzle of, I think, a lineup that they can throw out there at times where one through nine, if you make a mistake, it will leave Basher Stadium. 
All right, let's wrap up Johnny Castagnazzi here on our player profile. What is our number to watch for the Tar Heel infielder? Yeah, I mean, you touched on it. And I mean, this is definitely the big number is 38.7, which is Castagnazzi's strikeout rate last season. You know, I mean, pretty elevated number there. Again, a lot of that coming in play with, you know, him missing most of his senior season in high school. Um, just has to continue to refine his approach. You know, he's been working to become more selective and hunt the ball up in the zone. Uh, and if he can do that, as we've said, you know, then he could be in for a huge season. He's Pat James. I'm Kyle Stroud. This is Bosch to the Bigs. And that was our player profile for second year Tar Heel, Johnny Castanazzi for the 2022 season.